I'm Deidre. And I'm Chelsea. And we're giving you a million murders. How's everyone doing? Happy Friday. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> Happy Friday. If this gets posted on Friday, we're going to try. We're going to try. I'm going to try my best. Okay, so um, I mentioned that there would be a part two to the Ghost Inside My Child stories. Ooh. And that is this. It is here. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yes. I'm excited. I love that one. I know. Listen, this one, this one is... Is it crazier? I almost feel like it is. Okay, start. I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) So the second story takes place in 96 South Carolina. 96 South Carolina? Yep, like the number, 96. Oh, so not 1996 or nothing? No. No. The actual city is called 96. Huh. Yeah. Random. Never heard of it. (laughs) So 96 is a small town where people leave their doors unlocked, which I'm like, don't do Mm -hmm. that. (laughs) And parents let their children play in the parks without worry. Don't Mm -mm. do that. (laughs) When I was listening to that, I was like, "Mm -mm, mm -mm." okay. So, um, Matthew, a veteran of the Iraq war and his wife, I think how you say her name is Lee Triana. They never say her name. Mm -hmm. Um, live there with their two, Two children. Cheap children. With their two children, Mia, Elizabeth, and Elijah. From the beginning, Matthew knew Elijah was an exceptional child. Elijah. Elijah. <laughs> Elijah. Elijah, yeah. Yep. Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca. <laughs> the Vampire Diaries slash the originals for those people. Mm. If you know, you know. Okay, so from the moment he was born, he didn't come out kicking and screaming like most babies. He was quiet and kind of checking everything out. Which, you know, it's kind of alarming. Like, I guess he had his first cry, and then he was like, okay, I'm over it. Like, what's going on here? So they cleaned Elijah up and laid him in a bassinet, and Elijah rolled over. What? Yeah. Which is unheard of from a baby who was born minutes before. Mm -hmm. Like, he was just like, let me just roll over here real quick. Like, babies don't do that. So, when he was learning to crawl, he would drag one leg behind him, worried Um, his mom took him to the doctor to make sure his leg was okay. Mm -hmm. And Elijah looked at the doctor and said, shot. When he asked what was wrong with his leg, Mm -mm. the doctor told him, we didn't give you a shot. And he said, no, bang, 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 (laughs) shot me down. Okay. Well, what is, he done got shot doing the army crawl with the leg. (laughs) Listen. You're not ready. Okay. So Elijah would talk about the things that happened to him when he would get injured, like every child does, you know, falling, scraping a knee. He would say things like, I fell out of the airplane and my pillows didn't open fast enough. Parachute. His pillows. I know. How cute is that? It's so cute. Okay. So they, when they would ask what pillows he was talking about, he would say the ones over his head. His father asked what he was talking about. And questioned if he meant a parachute. Elijah confirmed, yeah, a parachute. Uh, he was like, yeah, that thing. <laughs> like, it's, what's so creepy is like they won't know the words that they're trying to say because they're st- like in a child, you know, they're still a child's brain. 
But as soon as they say the words, they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's that. it. It's like they have to relearn the words they already know. It's crazy. Okay, so his grandmother, Judy, remembers uh, when she was putting him to bed, he would start talking about children. He would say, children getting hurt, you know, and she told mm-hmm. him, yes, you know, children do get hurt sometimes. Yeah. He then said, children with things on their shirts. And he would get a book, like a little drawing book, and draw in the book and say those were the children he was talking about. And there would be like a star or a button-shaped object on their shirts. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just figured he was making things up. You know, just an, another child with an active imagination. Mm. So his drawings became more and more troubling, though. And he would draw people hiding in the dark and children laying down and bodies being blown up and limbs going everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he would talk about being shot and the pain of having a gunshot wound and the ringing in his ears from explosions. Ooh. Okay. Things a three, a two or three year old wouldn't know about. Right. Hearing all these things he would talk about was hard for Matt and Leitriana to hear. Um, one of the hardest things was one fourth of July when he was a toddler, they'd went to a friend's house and once the fireworks started, she could see the terror in his eyes and he yelled incoming. She could see he was being traumatized by the fireworks. So, like, lots of kids don't like fireworks. You know, right, you get but them they ain't going to just be no one's incoming, yelling. like, you out on, in the middle of a war. Yeah. Like, here come the bomb. Incoming, like, watch out. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, two or three. That's insane. He's a toddler. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. He was also afraid of loud noises in general. Um, and everyone was so confused by his reactions to loud noises because he would react more severely than a child that was afraid of, you know, fireworks and loud noises would be. Yeah. You know, like he hasn't been traumatized, you know, like, so like nothing's happened in his lifetime that to make him traumatized by the loud noises, which like kids don't like loud noises. You know, that's normal. But like, this isn't like, I'm scared. This is like PTSD kind of reactions. So... During that 4th of July, when all this was happening, he ran to Leetriana, his mom, and shielded her, telling her, like, head down, mommy, head down. Like, he kept telling her, put put your head down. Mm-mm. And she called out for Matthew, and Matthew picked up Elijah and was comforting him, saying, like, they're not bombs, you know, those are just fireworks. Because he kind of, like, knew that, like, that's what he thought they were. I mm-hmm. mean, he's yelling incoming and, like, head down, head down. Right. So they were heartbroken because he was so young And they could tell he was hurting inside. Um, Mm -hmm. And they wanted to take away his fear, but they couldn't. You know, there was nothing they could do to console him. It was like a very scary experience for him. Um, So while they were trying to figure out what they were going through, um, Matt started to realize what was happening to his son. When Matt was a young boy, he would have these recurring dreams that he was in trenches. The father? Mm Mm-hmm. This is the dad. The dad would have a recurring dream that he was in trenches as if it was World War One, And there were artillery shells coming around him. And he still has those memories. And they didn't have a TV until he was six or seven. So, like, he was having these dreams when he was a little kid. So there's, like, no reason for him to know right. anything about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, you know, he hadn't gone to school yet. So it wasn't like he learned about the war. Yeah. So it was really weird. And he believes those dreams were from his past life experiences. So like this dad is already 
Like, oh, I know what's going on. Right. He kind of is thinking, okay, you know, this is fitting that my son is going through this because I did as well. Mm -hmm. And he took Elijah's reactions to these things very seriously because he was told his visions were nightmares. Um, you know, like they were just blown off, like, oh, it's just a dream, you know? Mm -hmm. So not that his parents blew him off, but like his parents literally was like, these are nightmares. Like there's, yeah, you know, they what obviously, else could it be? right. So Matt wanted to find out what experiences or like what Elijah had experienced. Mm -hmm. So one of his sister, uh, his sister, Mia Elizabeth's first memories with Elijah was going through flashcards when he was learning how to read. And when he, when she would show the English word, no, on the flashcard, he would say nine, which is no in German. And she would say, okay, okay. She would say, no, this isn't a number. And he would nod and repeat nine. He was like, I know, sis, like nine, nine. Like he was, you know, Uh -uh. okay. So one day the history channel was on in the house So now he's finally seeing something on TV, you know. Elijah was looking at the TV and he just started laughing like crazy. They asked what he was laughing at and said there's nothing funny about Hitler. Like he's literally watching Hitler on TV and he's laughing. And they're like, there's nothing funny about that man. You know, they're not playing games. They're like, you're not going to be laughing at Hitler. Not in our house. And he said, oh, mama, he thinks he's beautiful. And... Then the translation came up and he was making a joke saying that he was handsome. No, (laughs) no words. Right. Like they thought, I mean, he was laughing so hard and they were like, there's nothing funny about this. And he's like, he's making a joke about him being like, he thinks he's beautiful. And Mm. he was making a joke about it. And he was like doing his hands and all this stuff. And I was like, so Leitriana was still skeptical about the odd things happening with her son until that moment. Once he understood what someone speaking another language said, she knew something else was going on. Matt said the wounds he would talk about having the shells falling on the ground along with the, you know, the airplanes and the pillows opening and Hitler. He thought Elijah was a German soldier in his past life, but he wasn't. Oh, he what? Yeah. I was like, when I first, I've seen this episode before, but I forgot. And I was like, is he a Nazi? I was like, oh my God. Was he Hitler? Like, what's happening? But he, (laughs) and his dad was like, you know, I'm hoping he was on the right side. Like, who wants to have a ghost in their child of like, you know, a Nazi or somebody who was like on the wrong side of history. Like, Like, that would be terrible. That would be crazy though if he was like. Hitler. Oh, God. You know what I mean? Ugh. What would you do? I don't know. It was too much to go into. Like, what would you do? What would you do if you You'd have to, like, hypnotize home? him, like, bury this deep inside. We love everyone. Everyone is accepted and loved. Ooh. Anyway, so, you know, we're going to find out that he was not a German soldier in World War II or anything. But they took Elijah to an antique store. While they were there, they found some World War II items, um... You know, there were items and displays Mm -hmm. of stuff from that war. And while looking around, there was a German soldier's knife in a display with a swastika on it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the sign of the Nazi party. Oh, swastika. Yeah. So Elijah said, I took a knife like that off a soldier. I had one just like that. 
What? Yeah. He's like, I had a knife like that. I took it off a soldier. Which sounds like that soldier was dead. And he's just nonchalantly talking about taking a knife off of a soldier. 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 And he's like, I had one like that. I took it off a guy. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, okay. So then a few days later, they were watching a movie and the name Peter was mentioned. He said, my name is like Peter, but not Peter. But then he asked his mom to only call him Peter. And his name's Elijah. So they're like, what is going on? Like, you know. So Elijah also drew an airplane one day, the best he could, you know, for his age. And so they started scrolling through images of World War II airplanes to see which one he remembers flying or jumping from. Mm -hmm. And they searched and searched through pictures of airplanes. And some of the airplanes looked familiar to him. But he would say stuff like, almost, but the tail of the plane is wrong. Or the wings weren't quite right. I I messed myself. I wrote this. Like, I watched the movie. I watched the show and I typed as I went. And Mm -hmm. I put, weren't quite right. That's my fault. Weren't quite right. Yeah. Weren't quite right. Um, So, you know, it was just like all these planes. He's like, no, no, that almost, but it looks different. Finally, he puts his finger up to the computer screen and almost through the computer screen, as Matt would say, his dad, he was like, he almost put his finger through the computer. Mm -hmm. He pointed so hard and was like, yes, that's the one. The plane was a Russian airplane from World War II. They were putting the pieces together. You know, Matt's like the math's mathin'. Mm -hmm. Peter's a strong Soviet and Russian name, he said. And his mom started seeing a common thread of of his experiences and was determined to figure out who he was in a past life. He started talking about leading children to safety, and he would draw them and himself together, like, it's me and the children I saved, and all this stuff. And his grandmother, Judy, would ask him about these children and where he took them. And he said they would slip them out and take them to different countries. It's like he talked about being underground and hiding in caves and... They started investigating, Googling keywords like underground, Russia, and children. And the Russian partisans popped up in her search, and she knew she had found the missing link. So the Russian or Soviet partisans were members of a resistance movement resistance movement that fought against German forces, forces during World War II. I'm like... It's speechless right now. The details. It's the details. Okay. Like he picked out this plane from World War II and was like, that's it. And it just all starts coming together. So they found out that Russian troops were brought in to help the partisans. Uh And the way they were brought in, they were dropped in the area by airplanes. The same ones Elijah had talked about. And the same one that he said that his pillows didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So his mom found a book at a college. And after looking through about 200 pages, and this is what Elijah's saying. Elijah is like in the episode at this point. Uh-huh. Um, and he was like, after like 200 pages, she found a man that seemed to be her son. And Elijah was like, and she found me or you know the man like he literally says me 
or he was he was like, well, the man who was me. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I'll leave that in because that was just like right on time. Okay, so it was just so weird that he said it that way. The man that was me. Yeah, he was like me or the man who was me. Like, I was like, woo. So anyway, so this man was a lieutenant that was promoted to colonel due to a battle right on the border of Belarusia, which is modern day Belarus. So mm-hmm. that's like in, around Russia and Ukraine in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he was promoted to this battle through this battle to Colonel. And it was similar to a battle Elijah had been describing, which you think, okay, it's war. Like, yeah, you know, a lot of the battles are going to have the same things, but this man was part of the air assault shot down and became a part of the Russian partisan movement. And his name was Colonel Petrovsky. Peter Petrov, Peter. Yeah. It matched every clue Elijah had given them. They tried seeing if there could be another match, but no other members they found of this military matched like the colonel did. Mm -hmm. So, like, they looked. They tried. They were like, well, maybe not. We'll see, you know. Yeah. So, soon after this discovery, Matt found out his unit was going to be deployed to Iraq. Because, you know, he's in the military. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, he told his wife first. And, you know, they're trying to figure out how they were going to tell the kids, and they decided to talk to the children together. So they're telling the kids, and Matt was like, you know, I'll never forget the look on their face. You know, this is, like, I can't imagine having my dad sit me down and say, you know, daddy's got to go to war. You know, like, I've got to go, or however you would say that to a kid. You know, I just can't imagine living that. Like, my dad was in the Air Force, but he were so far apart in age, Mm -hmm. like, you know, he would have had to stay in the military and make a career out of it yeah. for that to happen to me. Um, but I just can't imagine, you know, but he was drafted. And my grandmother was like, we got a letter in the mail and they said, you are drafted to join the military or you have to go to jail. And so my dad was like, well, I'm not going to jail. Yeah. So, yeah. That's scary, though, like it how that is. used to be like that. Yeah. The draft, terrifying. Like, oh, I can't imagine. So, you know. Everyone who serves in the military, you know, it takes a special person to fight for our country. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yes, if, thank we, you. if we have any vets that listen um, and there will be a trigger warning ahead, you know, if we have any vets. No. Listening. No, not like. Mm. No, no. Matt lives. Sorry. I don't want you to think he dies or anything. But I just wanted to say it ahead of time, just in case we have any veterans who listen. Right. Um. But yeah, so Elijah told his mom that he needed to speak with his dad man to man, which this is a child, Mm-mm. you know, which, you know, kids say stuff like that. So that's not really too off the wall. But he asked that his mom leave the room because he had to talk to his dad man to man. So she left the room, but she stayed close enough like she was in the hallway listening mm-hmm. to the conversation, ear hustling. Ear hustling. <laughs> um, she expected to hear things like, you know, daddy, don't leave. Daddy, are you coming back? Daddy, will I be able to talk to you? But instead, it was like a veteran soldier talking to a man getting ready to go into war. That's crazy. Okay, listen. So Elijah said to his dad, When the bombs start falling down on you, it's okay. Just get down and you'll be all right. The lower you are, the better you'll be. 
Matt said he took those words with him and that he would need them. So this is where the trigger warning is, um, because it's about what happens to Matt Mm -hmm. um, during the war. So I just, I don't know if it would trigger anyone, but I just wanted to make sure it wouldn't. Um, So when he arrived with his team in Camp Taji, Iraq, um, the very first day, you know, they're looking around, checking their surroundings, and the next thing he knew out of nowhere, boom. All he could hear were the sounds of a loud explosion. Mm -hmm. And his boots had just hit the ground, and they were already under attack. In that brief moment, he said that you're like, oh my God, this is really happening. So I thought that he had already went to war before, but maybe he hadn't. Maybe he was like in the army, but, or the, you know, Marine, he didn't say what branch he was in, Mm -hmm. but you know, maybe he hadn't gone to war yet Mm -hmm. until. Yeah. Cause you can be in the military for a while and not even be in war. Right. So I'm thinking maybe that's what happened because I feel like the way he's explaining it, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't get any easier. I'm sure you don't just go over there and then like bombs are falling everywhere and you're like, Oh, here we are again. Like, I can't imagine that either, but you know, I don't know. Um, so anyway, he said he hit the dirt and cupped his ears and then thought, this isn't the way I want to die. So he decided once everything stopped, he was going to run to a bunker. Then he remembered what Elijah told him about staying low to the ground. Then he knew he was going to be okay. He just went back to that moment in his living room when Elijah said, just get as low as you can and you'll be okay. And he knew that he was going to be all right. Hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, how crazy is this? Oh no, that's cute though. It is. So once there was a lull in the attacks, he jumped up and he said he cleared about 100 yards in two seconds. And he kind of chuckled when he said that and moved into a bunker and the other soldiers checked in on each other. They were like, are you okay? Is everybody all right? You know, they're like kind of hitting each other like, hey, are you good? Yeah. And um, he knew once he made it to the bunker, they'd be all right and he would get through this. And so he wondered if Elijah was sent to help him or sent to him as a gift to help him through his tour in Iraq. Whether or not it was the reason, Matt says he was glad Elijah was given to him. Hmm. Matt now understands. This is why I thought maybe he hadn't gone to war yet. Because he said, you know, he now understood why Elijah was the way he was after experiencing a war himself. And that they have a stronger connection now. Hmm. Like, you know, it's just so strange. But, like, this kid is just like. You're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Stay low. Like, like a talking dad. big, yeah. Yeah, like a dad talking to a son, and it's like a second-generation mm-hmm. veteran. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just crazy. So, Elijah is getting a lot better, his mom said. And his mom has wondered if she would take, like, if she had the chance, would she take these memories from him? Because, obviously, it was very traumatic when he was little. Mm-hmm. You know, it was so hard on all of them. And she said that she wouldn't because they're a part of Elijah's personality. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason why all of these things happened. She hopes the courage of Colonel Petrovsky will lead Elijah to have the same lifestyle of honor, respect and helping people. So at the end of the episode, this one isn't going to be longer than the first one. I just realized that, but so sorry. I know I said (laughs) that, but just kidding. So at the end of the episode, Elijah said, in this life, I still want to help people. In this life. In this life. I still want to help people, but in different ways. I do not have any kind 
of form of wanting to be a soldier, that's in the past. Hmm. Elijah has started martial arts and loves spending time with his dad since his return from Iraq. So yeah, and so that's the story of Elijah. And I tried to look him up as well. I couldn't really find anything, but I did find that his mom is like a part of like a family of paranormal people. They like investigate. She has like a book, I think. That's cool. Yeah. Um, So like she already believed in ghosts, but I guess she had never seen anything like this happen before. Mm -hmm. So she was kind of skeptical at first and then, you know, all this stuff happened, but yeah. So that's the story of Elijah. I like that one. I like this one too. I mean, I don't know how they were able to get it, but I mean, they, you know, your kids talking about this every day, surely. Yeah. You know, with having the internet, well, I mean, she found him in a book, too, so that's kind of, yeah. you know. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, he would, like, play with... He would play war all the time and stuff, and it was just, like... Yeah. You know, he really was into all of that and started talking about how he was shot and all this stuff and drug his leg, and it all just kind of started coming Crazy. together. That's mm-hmm. good. That was good when I liked it. Thanks. I like it too. We may have to do more of these ghosts yeah. to my children. Move There's on. like two seasons and that was those part one and part two was one episode. And I started realizing, oh, this is going to be like, this can be a two parter because, mm-hmm. you know, it was going to be about an hour long, which I know some of y'all love the hour long episodes, yeah. but I just thought I'd split those up because, you know, Elijah's episode was longer word wise, mm-hmm. but I guess I just talked more. We probably, yeah, we this were time. both like. This one, I was... I feel like you were speechless a lot. I didn't speak a lot in this one because I was just like... What is happening? Because you could tell my facial... I was just looking at you like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Shook the entire time. So yeah, so that is my story for the day. And you can email us your questions, comments, concerns at murders at gmail.com. And you can hop on our Instagram at murders. Check out the pictures of the people places things and you can check out our facebook page slash group Mm -hmm. because we have both a million murders and interact on that whatever yes yes if you see any scammers on there yeah knock them out yeah just (laughs) report them because sometimes they're on there we won't see it for like two weeks and it's somebody like free dogs and we're like no stop it the scammers Scammers be scamming. Yeah, we don't have time for it. So, mm-hmm. thank you guys for tuning in. And we hope you come back for a, a million, million more. more. Bye. Bye.